Hey, this is Greg, and this is a Square Up. Yo, this is Reef, and you're listening to the Square Up. This is Andretti, and welcome to the Square Up. So, first topic on hand, first discussion. Uh, breaking news, Anthony Davis goes down with apparent groin injury versus the Jazz. What does this mean for the Pelicans? Don't sweat it. I mean, it's early. It's the Jazz. It's a groin injury. Uh, you know, he's going to, you know, work it out. Next game. I'm pretty sure he'll play next game. They're probably just sitting him. You know, they probably have a big lead right now against the Jazz. Um, my thing about Anthony Davis is I would start to wonder, um, and I could be jumping the gun here, but there's got to be a point where you look and say, look, are we going to end up like the L.A. Clippers where we have pieces? They just don't work because when DeMarcus Cousins came to New Orleans, I said best front court in NBA history easily. I don't even know how. It couldn't even be close. I couldn't even think of another front court that would even have the inside-out presence like they do. But, I mean, you got DeMarcus, and it's, I guess it's gotten better. I haven't followed the Pelicans too much, but I know he still does get his texts. He's still going to lead the league in texts or at least be close to it. And you got to wonder what you have with him. I mean, talent-wise, you know what you got, and he's a stud, no doubt. But then you look at Anthony Davis, and man, he's great when he's healthy, isn't he? But um, when he's not healthy, you know, he's he's such a liability because you're paying him so much, and and you're really investing to build around this guy. But he's not on the. It's almost like the Colt situation with Andrew Luck. You're trying to build, but you can't because this guy's always off the court, always off the field. My thing is. At this point, you got to wonder, is this really the way to go? I mean, I don't think this injury is what tips that conversation off. I just think the Pelicans aren't going anywhere. You know, they're still a team that nobody's really scared of. They haven't really built towards anything. They're not really a playoff team. So do you rebuild and, and, and try something new? Do you keep I, at it? or? I think in that case, you keep your front court. Yeah. But the simple fact of it is... They don't have the backcourt needed for a front court like that. Yeah. You need to space out. You need to be able to shoot from the perimeter, especially because you have two dominant people who can be in the paint, who people are going to have to guard, double team, give extra um, assistance, which makes it easy for a throwout pass to the perimeter, four threes. Honestly, they need to rebuild their front court. And they need to focus on being the three-point team. I think the scariest thing about the Pelicans is, you know, Cousins can shoot threes, you know, when he wants. Anthony Davis can shoot threes when he wants. They both can drive. They both can play the paint. But other than them, you know, like you said, you know, they don't have a they don't have an outside shooter. You know, Rondo, they got Rondo. Rondo's not that shooter. Uh, you know, Drew Holiday's not that shooter. They don't have any any nope. sharp shooters. And it comes to a point where you know, if I feel like I can, as a as a as a player, you know, just lock down on Anthony Davis and, and Cousins and force the other players to beat us, that's where they're gonna, that's where they're gonna be, you know, hurt. And if Anthony Davis keeps getting hurt, then it's even easier because you just focus on Cousins, and you know, it gets it gets weaker and weaker. So. And the thing is, is I was thinking about it while you were talking. I was saying, what kind of team or what kind of personnel should they have, considering they have this talented of a front court I think what they should try and do is have another shooter because the thing about it is at, at point guard Ron, Rajon Rondo is perfect if he was in his prime mm-hmm. you want to have a guy who's not a shooter who's just a passer because the inside out game like you said 
Cousins and Davis can both shoot the ball very well, very efficiently, and they're both good inside. So you don't want to take away from that. You want to exploit that to its fullest. You want to have a point guard who puts them in better positions. So you want to have like a Chris Paul, except maybe somebody who doesn't dribble as much. And then at the two guard, you probably want to have somebody to space the floor with those big men. And at the three guard, I was saying this in the draft. I, I still think he might end up being the steal of the draft, although Jason Tatum looks like he's going to win rookie of the year. Um, I think Justin Jackson, who went to the Kings, was he? I thought he was just everything you wanted because I know the one and done rule is really uh, um, in debate right now. This guy played four years in Carolina, won a championship, has that pedigree, has that demeanor about him where he's super professional. You know, Coach Roy over there, he's got his guys in check. This guy was literally the definition of what you would want from a four-year guy. And he has a good, well-rounded game. He has a, a bit of a mid-range touch, but he's a great, excellent rebounder, and he's a great defender. I was hoping he would come to the Knicks, too. But for a guy like that to be put in Sacramento, or I mean in New Orleans, he would fit right in because he's not going to take away from that front court but he's also going to add defense and he's going to space the floor too and he can also go up and get those boards when guys like davis get hurt definitely blinks out with injury caused by austin rivers caused by austin rivers yeah they got they got uh they got tangled up on the drive and blake went down and blake like injured his ankle or something all right said this last year i'm going to say it again this year why is austin rivers there his Uh, dad yeah like he he plays well some games, but you know even when player. even when Chris That's Paul was there, you know they even they even said like you know he didn't fit in with the team. He got I don't, special treatment. Yeah, sometimes. I don't see him fitting in with that team. And and then you just you just injured the star player. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the like it, it also they're talking about they're talking about trading DeAndre. Does Blake going down end trade talks, or do those continue? I think it elevates trade talks, um, and this is why. And, and I don't know if it elevates trade talks with DeAndre. I think it might elevate trade talks with Blake because they made they, they signed Blake Griffin because he could have walked. He could have. So they signed him. I think they need to. Blake Griffin, I don't even know what he. I couldn't even picture him on a championship team. You know what I mean? The Clippers, every time I think of them, I think of hard luck losers. They are the definition of that. I mean, oh, yeah, looks good, sounds good, except they get there and oh, not quite enough injuries. They just they can't get past themselves. And at this point, I got to figure a whole total rebuild. I mean, blow everything up. Um, I like DeAndre, though. DeAndre is the kind of guy you want to have on your team, veteran presence. I don't like Blake Griffin because he is what he is, and I don't think he can be the best player. I definitely don't know if you guys think this, but I don't think he could be the best player on a championship team. I don't. I think that ship has sailed. And I think at this point, he would probably be a third or fourth option on a championship team. I just think the Clippers, and I think they should send whatever trade they do, even if it's with DeAndre or Blake, Austin Rivers needs to go. Um, it's getting to a point where it's embarrassing how people are talking about Austin Rivers in the locker room saying, yeah, Doc Rivers goes easy on him and stuff like that. Like, you, you can't have that kind of talk in your professional basketball locker room. No. The, the, thing, with, the thing with Blake Griffin, Griffin is, you know, this offseason, I thought this was going to be the offseason where he goes somewhere else, where he goes and, you know, find a basketball player that he has potential to be. Because he can be, you know, potentially he can be a, a, a number one scorer you know, just his strength in the post and things like that. And 
at some point, I thought he was going to OKC, just you know, yeah. going home. And then he signed that, you know, that that big contract with the Clippers. I was like, all right, that's that should sell because you know we have Steve Adams and Westbrook and now Paul George and Lauren Carmelo. So there's no there's no Blake Griffin to the to the Thunder. So I think I think it's going to be a little bit harder to trade him, just because he has that massive contract that and contract he's not going to want to go to a team like. Let's say the the magic where you know they don't really have anything strong building well, the, right now. Is there a no trade clause built into that? No, no. Uh, the only players with a no trade trade clause, I think LeBron at this point is the only one. It was Carmelo. No, Carmelo waived it. He um, still has it with OKC. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay, so then yeah, Carmelo Anthony and uh, LeBron James. Okay. I think Blake needs to go to a team like. And this is not me being biased, but the New York Knicks. I mean, they they have guys where Ennis Cantor is averaging a double double. Kristaps is averaging MVP type stats. You put Blake Griffin in that situation. First of all, he has to understand he's gonna have to defer to the unicorn, but he's a two way kind of guy. That's what, a t- or even the Lakers. You know, like you plug him in LA, he could do wonders for that team. I mean, he could teach them. First of all. I, and this is probably going to sound a little bit like me going out on a limb, but he's had his thing. You remember where he punched that guy in the face and he lost some endorsements? He probably learned a lot. I mean, I think he learned a lot from that. He could teach the younger guys a thing or two about the cost of mistakes. But also, he, he also has playoff experience. Yeah, I mean, he the does. Clips suck in the playoffs, but, but they do get yeah. to the playoffs. And the thing about it is, like, he brings a nice inside-out <clears throat> game that Lonzo could really benefit from because you have a guy like Lonzo who's not much of anything but a passer. He's defensively, he's nothing crazy. He's not the worst I've ever seen, though. And and shooting, obviously, his jump shot's been in question for his whole career. But you put in a Blake Griffin there, and it gives it gives the Lakers a different dynamic, almost like what the Pelicans have. I mean, it gives them an inside presence that can really go up strong and finish strong because they just got Brooke Lopez in the trade. Um, and he's a, and honestly, I think he's one of the most slept-on centers in the league. He quietly averages great stats. You put Brandon Ingram, a young star, and you got Kuzma, a young star. Um, with Alonzo Ball, Blake Griffin might be the veteran presence that they need. Um, in any case, though, yeah, it is going to be tough to trade him because of that contract. It's just the Clippers right now are in a state where I think they're not going backwards or forwards. I think they're just stagnant, which is weird. Yeah, man. Speaking of injuries, uh, the Nuggets, Jukic. Oh, yeah. Jurkic. I heard about Goes that. down. So, uh, Will Barton stepped up. They got the win because of him. Career game. Will the thrill. <laughs> but, is, is, is that even a competitive team without Jokic? Jokic. Um, or whatever, however you competitive? say Competitive? Defy, I mean, because it's in. They're in the West, so even if he was healthy, it was gonna be tough sledding. Um, but they I were, mean, they were, they were still holding on yeah, in games. Sands Warriors, but I mean, you don't. No one, no one looks on that schedule and go, "Oh man, the Nuggets." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you go, "Oh man, uh, you know, Joykin." Oh, oh man, you know Wilson Uh-oh. Wilson Chandler when he's yeah. balling. You don't go, oh, man, the Nuggets, like, we got to, like, how are we going to get through this game? When you see the Warriors, when you see the the Celtics, the Cavs, the Teams the like Pelicans that. even, like, you go, oh, man, the, the Pelicans, just because they have those those certain key players that can 
that can change the game and dominate a game. Joyke can do that, but if you stop him, you stop the Nuggets. Like, yeah, you know. and I, I thought Paul Millsap was going to be good, but I thought it was, again, too top-heavy, and that's happening a lot where teams are building the front court and their back court is just in ruins. Um, yeah. The Nuggets, they, they'll... They might have, because I always thought Will Barton, I never even really paid too much mind to him until he was in the dunk contest, and I started to look into him a little bit. And I, I think he's kind of like what Zach Levine is, where he's flashy and he can have his moments, but the Nuggets as a team, just they, they're a team that, since Carmelo left, and I like to point, I always trace the dots between Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard because of what they did to that franchise. Um, Dwight Howard completely set the magic back. And this is what, year 2010, or actually he left in 2012 when he went to the Lakers. And this is 2017, five years spanning almost six years now. And then Carmelo Anthony's even further. I mean, those guys really did a number on that franchise. And the Nuggets still really haven't bounced back from that. They've had a couple decent seasons. And I mean decent, like they weren't the worst in the league. Um, I think the Nuggets right now, I think that with that injury, I don't think they're going to be competitive too much. Um, but we'll see. The West is tough. If they were in the East, maybe they could get some wins against some bad teams. But Do you still build around Durkin? I, I don't know if you build around him. I think you build with him um, to complement him. Uh, you know, the Nuggets, they, they're a team that, with Paul Millsap, they're really big and deft in the front. They got a lot of depth in the front court. I think what you want to do is I don't think he's going to be your best player on a championship team. I think you still look to the draft to see if you can find somebody. But I think you try and compliment him and play some Utah Jazz basketball. I always like to um, compare the Jazz to teams like that because Gordon Hayward was not a superstar. He's a, a great player. He's an all-star, but he's the bare minimum of an all-star. The reason the Jazz were so good is because they had complementary pieces um, playing to their full potential in that system. Um, and that's what I think the Nuggets have to do for now until they can land a superstar. Because right now, with all the super teams and everything, if you don't have at least two superstars, you ain't doing much. Okay. Uh, OKC struggles. Yes. Who's who's to blame? And well, that's our in-house you can ask. OKC. Yeah, Reef could start with this one. I know I have a lot to say, but... We'll get his opinion on it. So, for me, the last person to blame. I start with the last person to blame, not who to blame. Okay. The we'll last, last person, person to blame. Steve Adams. No one blames Steve Adams. Steve Adams. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and also the the, uh, the towel boy. He's actually behind Steve Adams. The people who clean yeah. the floor. Yeah, the mop guy. You don't want to blame him. I think, Ushers. I think the person to blame is, is Billy Donovan. reason why I say Billy Donovan is uh, he doesn't have... You know, we spoke about this earlier. He doesn't have that that coaching presence that that's needed to to coach superstars. You know, multiple superstars. You know, that Kevin Durant, Westbrook. Oh, all right. You know, they already got along together. They already played together. You know, they already knew each other. They gelled together on a court. But then you bring in two superstars to go along with the one superstar that you already have, and they've never played with each other. You know, Melo all never play done. hero ball. Yeah, yeah. they're all ball down. Like Melo's never. Melo hasn't really played with another superstar. Ever. He had the remains of Derrick Rose, the remains yeah. of Allen Iverson. The, the beginning of Porzingis. Of yeah, the yeah. beginning of Porzingis. Paul George has never played with another superstar. Unless like, you consider Lance Stevenson's uh, blowing in the ear. Superstar. He's a super distraction. <laughs> but, like, 
to to get with that, like uh, like we spoke earlier, you know, the Heat when they got their big their big three together, you know, they had that coaching, you know, they had that 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 presence to you know, this is your role, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do this. If you look at the Thunder right now, you know, they're just going out there doing whatever. Like uh, there's no it's real like order to it. Yeah, it's like a it's like this is just it's like, like a, a pickup pick game, game, you know. Uh, you have those you have those three guys who who are really good, and then you have those other guys who. You know they're good, but they they don't get the ball. So, and it's there's no flow going. There's no. I think the coaching is is it's what's lacking, with the Thunder. Melo should come off the bench. And just throw that out. There, Bold but. statement. Um, <laughs> where do I even start, man? I I love. There's something about the Thunder that makes me love attacking them. You know, I just I love it because maybe it's because I love the Supersonics. Therefore, I hate the Thunder. I'm just going to get right into it, and the person to blame is number zero. This is the guy. It has to be number zero. Listen, nobody, when Billy Donovan got the job, nobody said, yeah, this guy's the next Popovich. Like, we all knew more or less. He was just sort of like an experiment, kind of like Fred Hoiberg in Chicago. Maybe he can end up developing into a good coach like Brad Stevens. Um, Russell Westbrook, for all that was said, all the good things said about his triple doubles and and how good he is at elevating teammates, it is on him solely to make Carmelo Anthony and Paul George work. Because if you look at James Harden, the guy who should have won MVP but didn't, this guy is making Chris Paul work. And even when Chris Paul got hurt on the bench, the Rockets didn't miss a beat. And I think about it like this. I mean, a lot of it has to fall on... Billy Donovan because I remember the one game I don't know I think it was the Pistons or Warriors one of that one of those games where Carmelo was supposed to be subbed out and he points to them and says no I'm staying on the court that's solely on Bill Donovan Billy Donovan um but the thing about it is with the actual playing style Russell Westbrook you just read the box score to me earlier he was a whopping six for 21 0 for 8 from three that is Russell Westbrook. That and that's why I was saying last season he can't be the MVP when he's efficient. Sometimes you gotta make. I mean, I gotta be honest. Look, Carmelo Anthony. I agree with you. He should come off the bench just because of his style is so hard to change. And Mike D'Antoni is one of the best coaches. Look at what he's doing in Houston. He couldn't even get to Carmelo Anthony. So I don't know who can. I think he should come off the bench. But the only thing is, is that it's on Russell Westbrook at this point to make this work. I think. I think you can't put it on Westbrook because Westbrook's not the coach. All right, so if Westbrook's going out there shooting six for 21 during timeouts, during halftime, the end of the first quarter, the end of the second quarter, the end of the third quarter, there has to be that coaching presence to say, listen, this is not working. Yeah. Let's do this differently. How much of it is his ego? But I don't necessarily think it's ego. And to a degree, someone, some people are suggesting it needs to be ego. Russ needs to be dominant and saying, this is my team. Everyone's still playing hero ball from what I see. And if you're going to have them play hero ball like that because they are so ball dominant, then they can't be on the floor together. And hear me out. Hear me out. I know it sounds crazy. I'm not really a basketball person. So hear me out. Why, why not gap them in between? You, you can't gap them in between because, you know, they, they need their numbers. Yeah. You know, they need their numbers for, for many reasons. For, you know, those, those three players are players who can, who can earn big contracts. You can't earn big contracts if you're not on a court. But it, it's up to coaching. Like, you, you need to – the reason why I say Melo off the bench, Melo, you know, he's, he's, he's a little bit older. He's not going to get, you know, multiple max contracts yeah. anymore, things like that. 
So what he, what does he need? He needs a ring. So you need to, as a coach, you need to let him know. Like in order for us to win, I need you to be that superstar coming off the bench. Melo can win sixth man of the year easily. He, yeah, it wouldn't even be close. My thing is, how come you have Paul George, Carmelo, Russ? You have Steph, KD, Clay. How come it works? In uh, besides the fact that there's marksmen that the Warriors have, how come it works in Golden State? Because OKC, okay, there was there was I, already a culture. There was of less of you, more of and everyone. that's the issue. Russell Westbrook is all right. Yes, he's not the coach, but neither is LeBron James, and yet Tyron Lue barely has a say. That's, and now it's different. But my the thing is, is that Russell Westbrook embodies Oklahoma City. He is. As a part of the fan base as I've seen any player, I think he might even be more a part of his fan base than Tom Brady to the Patriots. And that says okay, something. Okay, this, okay, no, okay. I, I tell you what, the okay. Thunder don't sit down until you get their first bucket. When Russell Westbrook hits a free throw, they're already chanting MVP. I mean, this is a really interconnected fan base we got going on here. Russell Westbrook embodies that. And he sets the tone a lot of the times in the games. That Warriors game, when he did his dance after he made that Euro, I mean, he really does set the tone. He's got to be the guy that says, listen, I can't be shooting 21 shots when I know I just missed my first five. Like, I have to get Carmelo Anthony in space. So I have to use my skill set like driving to the basket to try. Because, I'm sorry, if you can average a triple-double with garbage, then you can't say it's not on him when he has a crew and he's not averaging that triple-double. Like, if I had to be unbiased. Yeah, he shouldn't be averaging a triple-double, but he sure as hell shouldn't be shooting six for 21. I think at this point, what I would say is it's half on Billy Donovan, but Russell Westbrook should be have half of that blame. As, uh, a, as a leader of the team, I, I see where that, you know, that blame comes, but he's, he's not the coach. I'm, I'm just going to keep drilling. Yeah. He's not the coach. He's not the coach. He's not the, it's not talk- like he's, making, he's not making an effort. I think where Russ is getting caught but, up in now is it's, it's frustration. They have to be yeah. frustrated. And Russ, Russ more so than anyone. And hear me out. Triple-double season. Coming off MVP. You get two great pieces. And the expectation is, oh, we going to get them. Yeah. We going to get them. So and now I- you're hitting these speed bumps. And I'm not saying that like he's giving up or he's not trying. But you have to think in the back of everyone's mind, there has to be some frustration. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think it's too early in the season to be frustrated. But just think about, just think about how important coaching is. During practice, what do you work on? Game plan. Yeah. Right? So if during practice you're working on game plan and in the game, you know, you're supposed to be executing this game plan, why is Westbrook taking 21 shots when he missed six? Why isn't the ball being moved? My thing. The coaching is so important to, to winning, like, unless you're Tyron Lue, you have proves it. My, yeah. unless you're Ty, unless you're we, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. The Patriots, so the Steve system. Kerr, yeah, my, the um, system. My thing is, is that I have a question for you guys, and I, I I hope you guys pick the right answer because it's pretty clear and cut. If you were to put Russell Westbrook on the Rockets, they would not be good at all. Him and Chris Paul would not mesh. If you put James Harden on the Rockets right now, how good of a team would they be? Um, and the answer is a better team with Russ. Or a better team than James Harden. 
The thing is, is that James Harden is such a guy that... Think about... You remember 2015 when he was in the race for MVP with Steph and he ended up losing, but he had Dwight Howard that year? Everybody kept saying, man, James Harden's a good scorer. What else is he? He transformed his game. He did a whole home makeover, and now he's a point guard. But that comes back to coach. Yeah, no. He he switched when D'Antoni came. That's true, but D'Antoni was there in 2015. He, D'Antoni was the coach and, there. And, and, My thing and is, he is that James and let James do his thing. Yeah, and, and then, then he, he instilled his idea. The thing is, is that it's not. We can't. I can't really say it's it's Billy like because we Billy Donovan could be voicing his opinion. The thing is, is that Russell Westbrook is good enough so that he could buy into his own coach like. He's good enough to where he he should know what to do. If you average a triple-double with garbage, you should know how to get a guy like Carmelo Anthony in space. Like It's not all on him because, again, I don't even know why Billy Donovan has a job there. Like No disrespect to him, but you can't have a guy like that who's departed from college, what, three years now, coaching Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook. Maybe if he was coaching the Lakers or something, yeah, because that's less talent and less spotlight, even though you're I, in L.A. But I just got to say this. I, I might sound crazy, but uh, David Blatt. David Blatt? 2K18, bring that man back. David Blatt. Mark Jackson. What about bring Mark Jackson? Back. I would, bring that I would say man. Mark yeah, Jackson. Yeah, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Bring back David Blatt. I will say this. sparked what Golden State is now. Yeah. He, he is the that. reason for that. David Black got the dirt in this stick, and I think we all know that. I think we all know that. I mean, my thing is, is that... Especially in Cleveland. When you think about David Black, yeah, maybe with the Knicks, because they have a whole European movement going on with, you know, Neil Aquina and Porzingis and stuff. But I got to be honest, David Black does not... David Black does not have any, like... He doesn't have, no, Mark Jackson. I, I don't even know what else to say. Like Mark Jackson I, has I'm, more I'm, I'm of a sorry. resume. In, in one year of coaching, he brought them to the championship. Or did David, LeBron. David Black, too. <laughs> and this is, people, sleep, people sleep on that man, and this is what's wrong with it. He won titles overseas. He did. He, he is a champion coach. That's true. He proved that he's a champion coach. Overseas. Okay. No, but check out. LeBron. And that's the argument we have. Does, does Brady make Belichick? And I think in that it's season, I think in that season, it was 50-50. Because LeBron can play well. LeBron's the best basketball player on the earth. Yeah. To quote Nick Young. Well, whatever, no, he, whatever the man's name is. To quote oh, right. Nick Wright. Nick, Nick Wright. Nick Wright. <laughs> Nick Wright. Um, to quote that man, he is the best basketball player on the earth. Second but best. you have to remember that that team dynamic. Yeah. Because they had to play together as a team. LeBron well, didn't carry them. The I'm whole a guy in the Patriots. You know what the Patriots slogan is, right? Do your, Do your job. job. My thing is if LeBron was in a system with Greg Popovich, it wouldn't work because LeBron would still be trying to do Popovich's job. Listen, the reason why that season the Patriots won is because Belichick, he did his job. He said, listen, we're down 28-3. to I can't tell you. I can't go out there and play for you. This is what we have to do. Tom Brady did his job, and he, he was Tom Brady. LeBron that season... He did his job, and then some. And that's the issue with LeBron. That's why I knock him. And by the way, I don't think he's the best player in the world. But he, I, the I reason why... I think David Black could be a great coach for them. Not, but for the Thunder, though? For, because, for the Thunder. Because... Or, or I, I okay, I'll, 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 I'll take it back. 
Like a for little the bit. Knicks or for the Lakers? Not, or not, not maybe even, even the Bucks. I'd, I'd, I'd say that the Grizzlies could okay, benefit okay, from Memphis, David Black. Memphis. I'd say that the Nuggets could benefit yeah. from David Black, bringing the championship uh, uh, culture yeah. with that young team. A team I without a superstar, if maybe. you go back a couple of years ago, before they traded away assets, and you took that Timberwolves team and put David Black there, they'd be good. They, they'd be decent, but the West was still pretty good, and it wasn't even close compared to the East. So if you put David Blatt in a situation where he gets full control, I'm sure that he'd, ha- he'd coach a good team. If you gave him the Bucks right now, I'm sure the Bucks would still be a three or, or, or two push into in the East. The thing about David Blatt that I knock him for is when the whole LeBron fiasco went down, LeBron is the reason he doesn't have a job. At the end of the day, like LeBron is the I, reason because he, the only reason he got fired is because there were so many reports coming out that they weren't buying into David Blatt. It was LeBron, not Blatt. That's why I knock him because Mark Jackson put he he checked everybody. He didn't care what your ego was. But, but and my to thing be is, fair, the Warriors didn't have ego. I think it's the difference of a culture. Yeah, because yeah, I think in Europe, yeah. I think in Europe there's a there's a certain reverence for your coach. Yeah, I think that's shown in European sports, rugby, soccer. There's a certain reverence for your coach yeah. that when he came, he didn't know necessarily how to react to it. I'm pretty sure in other cases of teams he's ran, yeah. he's never really had to reprimand someone. But now, here's the question, though. And I want to hear what you guys think. This is another instance in where it didn't seem to work out because LeBron was LeBron. Kyrie. You know, LeBron is so apparently to Nick Wright. Yeah, he's the best in the world. And that may be true, even though I don't think so. He's playing better than he's ever played. Yeah, and that that may be true. But here's my thing. Why is it that guys like Kyrie, who is playing at an MVP level right now, playing better than LeBron this season, guys like David Blatt, who's a championship experienced coach from um, overseas, guys like that don't want to play with LeBron James? I mean, obviously the Derrick Roses because they can get... Carried I don't think it's ego, and correct me. I don't think it's ego either. I think there's there's a gravitas that comes with LeBron. That's a big word. There's 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 a presence. Check out. There's a presence. There's a tension. There's 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 an atmosphere that comes with LeBron that cannot be. Ignored that can't be space that can't be taken away because of such a place as this. For those of you who don't know, the second he said the word gravitas, me and Reef went on our phones and looked at each other and looked up the word. The word means dignity, seriousness, solemnity in in of manner or of manner. I gotta be honest, I, I don't even know if I could use that in a sentence, so that's just that's bravo. That's gonna be our word of the day right there. Gravitas. I don't know if you got that from a calendar or what, but... Yeah, I got this, I'll be honest with you. I got that from um, a kid in high school <laughs> who said it, and now everyone did the same exact thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to use that for now. <laughs> but there is there's a seriousness. Yeah. There is a, there's the a certain is... atmosphere. But and I think the problem, the problem that happened with David Black was just the experience of cultures that weren't right. And LeBron feeling like, I'm home now. Let me do me. I'll fix this. This is my show now. When really, he should have lowered himself a little bit. I think with the David Black situation, it's a situation of the ego. But with the Kyrie Irving situation, it's a situation of you left 
and I was bowling for this team. Mm-hmm. And now you come back and I gotta be under your shadow. All yeah. right, all right, I'll stay there. I'll buy in. And then it's lost. Championship. My lost. thing is, and is, then Kyrie's like, you know what? I can't, I can't be under your shadow no more, man. The reason, especially um, talks with Kobe. Yeah, the reason why LeBron James is not the best player in the world, despite his numbers, <laughs> it's the man versus the machine. The Warriors are the machine. The Celtics are the machine. LeBron is the man, right? Am I right? Like, and then you think I, about that. I think that LeBron's would prove him team. More so. No, but the thing is, is that. LeBron's team is like a bike. He has to pedal it for it to move. The Warriors machine is like a scooter with a motor on it. Anybody could get behind that and it'll move. LeBron has to ride that specific bike. It's his own bike. That's why it didn't work with well, Kyrie. Well, if the trade went through, it wouldn't have been that situation. Let's, let's speak hypotheticals in this sense. If the trade went through and Paul George and Melo went to the Cavs, would, would we see the OKC problem of them not meshing? Yes. Or would would they catch on? Because they're struggling now without Isaiah Thomas. I, I they're think catching that, on, but LeBron's the reason for the catch on. I think with that, they it would be more of a, a LeBron and Melo working together. You know, because they're their, they're those those friends and they the brother. Together. Yeah, kind of like when Dwayne got Dwayne Wade got there. You know, players weren't happy about Dwayne Wade going to the Cavs just because, like, you know, why? And LeBron goes, you know, well, we need a player with you, buddy. Know, you know superstar. He tried to justify. Yeah, him. you know, he's a he's a super he's a superstar. You know, championship mentality. You know, he has that veteran experience and he can still play, right? But the players weren't buying that. So with LeBron and Melo, I feel like it will work. Mm-hmm. But with the other players, with the J.R. Smiths, yeah. it's not going to work. You can't have J.R. Smith and Melo on the same but team. My thing is, is that if you look at the best player or even the best player in basketball, period, like of all time, obviously the consensus Bill is Russell. Michael Jordan. Nah, Bill Russell. See, but, but even so, even, or if Kareem, it is, or even if it is Bill I Russell I hate the Michael Kareem, Jordan argument. Even if it is, like let's, let's say it was Bill Russell, Kareem, MJ, even I think Kobe, even whoever it is. Those guys did all have what in common? They scored the basketball. They scored and they had the clutch factor. So why is it that a guy like Magic Johnson or LeBron isn't in it? I'll tell you why. Because playing five positions is excellent, except when it's not. Kobe has five rings because he did his job so good. I feel well. like I feel like you gotta go the with man, the Nick the, Wright. I feel like you gotta take the Nick Wright argument. Who's the most accomplished? Who's the most athletic? Who's the most clutch? But when you speak on who's the best player of the game of basketball, to take his argument again, because it works, and he's right. If aliens came down right now and said, give us give us somebody to play some basketball, or we're going to destroy Kobe. the world, you're going to say Kobe? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Kobe his problem. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, who's going to hit I'm the game-winning shot? Is, is, uh, hold on, hold on. It, but, but who who's going to be more... Physical. But here's my thing, though. If LeBron was in Space Jam, is he going to take the game-winning shot or pass it to Bugs Bunny? Because that's what if LeBron Bugs is. Hot, he's going to pass, pass it to No, Bugs. exactly. He that's the wrong decision. Bugs. MJ See, took the game-winning that, dunk. LeBron needs See, to learn but how I to think take you, the game-winning I, shot. You're idolizing the mentality of let me be the hero. Meanwhile, LeBron is still being the hero. See, you, you, you think it's Superman when LeBron playing like Batman. I got, I got this. You ready? Check this out. Who has better regular season stats and stats in general, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? Peyton Manning. 
who has more rings? Tom Brady. You know why? Because Tom Brady doesn't need to do everything that Peyton Manning did. He needs to do what needs to be done to get the W. Who has better stats, LeBron or Kobe? Kobe. At regular Kobe? season stuff? LeBron. Right. And who has more rings? Kobe. Why? Because Kobe did what needed to get done. This is my argument against LeBron. Nick well, Wright we're not, is we're not in the sense of a sense player. Of Who's no, the not even championships, it's too. It's just player. that the who, thing is success. But did, Kobe, success. But, but did Kobe make the people on the floor around him Question. better? He Who's, made Pau Gasol. Who made him better? What qualifies as a great player? That's right? Why, why do yeah. players play the game? Why do they play? To win championships. Exactly. Yeah. Why do you play? To but win championships. Okay, the, if you the, put Kobe... You're telling me if you put Kobe on any team, Kobe would make that championship team. If you put Kobe on the 2015 Cavs... Cavs? Cavs. If you put them on the 2015 <laughs> Cavs, <laughs> um, they're going to do damage. They might beat... They you, might win. You, you take LeBron and you put LeBron on butts. I, I, I mean, wait. You take, you, take, you take LeBron out. You put LeBron on Nuggets. Yeah, they'll be a great Western Conference Finals team. You take LeBron out. Uh, I you was about to say the Kings. Put LeBron on any team but the Warriors. He won't win a championship, period. But that's not him. That's the Warriors. Yeah, no, that's you him. Put LeBron, you take LeBron, you put LeBron in OKC, and you give him a good coach, I, they going to be Let him. me give you this you argument. You take LeBron, you put LeBron on them Rockets, they going to be I got him. this. I got this. What's the Patriots slogan again? Do, Do your job. job. So if LeBron's job as a small forward to be a two-way player, score and play defense, why is he taking the job of a point guard? You see, that's going against the machine. That's why the Warriors will always win, because the Warriors do their job. Steph's job, pass the ball and shoot. KD's job, score. And yeah, play some good defense. For LeBron's job, yeah, I want to do this and this and this and this. He's biting off more I, than he can last, chew. Last time I checked, LeBron doesn't have... A Clay Thompson. Uh, yeah, but LeBron, he does have hold a Tristan Thompson. Let's, let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. If you can check them all off, if you can check them all off, then I'll, I'll, I'll recant my argument. Clay, and I want, let's look at the numbers too. Mm -hmm. And let's look at the qualifications of your person. Pull up your phone. Pull up the score. The, the, the score got it all. All right. Let's, let's, let's go through KD. Mm -hmm. Well, you well, can balance them out. It'd be KD I'm not and LeBron even going right for there. stats. I'm going for go, a team. If you go Steph. Yeah, he doesn't go have Clay, a. Yeah. Then you got Draymond. Uh huh. Then you got you got Iggy. Uh huh. So who does LeBron have? I'll give, tell you I give who. It, I give LeBron. It to Iggy. LeBron James has. LeBron James has Kyle Korver, who is just as good as shooters anybody on the Warriors. He had Kevin Love, double double machine in Minnesota. He had Jarrah Smith, Mister Three Pointer. I mean that guy hits threes in people's faces for fun. When he's in Kyrie stride. Irving, yeah. Mike Dunleavy was catch, Mike Dunleavy catch, a bad shooter? Catch a cold streak. Yeah, and JR but can't what about a nice a guy? Barn. You're talking about Draymond Green being a nice. Talking about Draymond Green being a nice post presence. Tristan Thompson isn't a workhorse. Darren Williams, I mean, granted, first the injury. Off, but we all know. LeBron James has had we too much talent to have five losses. Listen, we all know what's wrong with Tristan Thompson. His offense? We, yeah. No, not the He's going to go Kardashian. Wait, listen. If you're in a sunken place, somebody take if a picture you, of this man. If you think about LeBron James, LeBron James for the past, what, five, five seasons? Six, maybe? Right, he's always had a stacked team. Yeah, he's he always has. had a stacked team. Always, it just doesn't look like a stacked team compared to the Warriors' super stacked team. But LeBron James, I'll tell you what, who's had better teammates over their career, Carmelo or LeBron? 
easy LeBron. LeBron. Who's had better teammates over his career, LeBron or Kobe? Other than Shaq, obviously, but like all around, it's LeBron. LeBron. The reason I say this is because LeBron, I'll, I'll say this, I will concede this. If LeBron, if being the best player ever means you can play all five positions better than anybody, 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 LeBron, LeBron's the best player ever. But if being the best player ever means successful and you're met, like, I think about it like, who is the best player ever? Who meant the most to their team while also had the most success? Uncle Bill. And yeah, Bill, Bill but, but I also think about it like the game wasn't even really the game back then. So I, so sometimes I concede, yeah, Michael Jordan, because 6-0, and and he was the biggest star, but he was also on, like, he was the best team, and he contributed. LeBron James, you can't take the job away from your point guard and your center, and that's what Russ did. He took the job away from Steven Adams of getting boards and stuff, because when you do that, you're going against the machine. The machine works a, a certain way. Point guards, pass the ball. Shooting guards, shoot the ball. Small forwards, do a little bit of both. Power forwards, sometimes can do a little bit of both, mostly are rebounders. Centers, rebound. And that's the machine. The Warriors have that machine, so they win championships. The Cavs don't really because they have one guy who's taking everybody's job away from them. And it's like now the economy is bad. There's not enough jobs for everybody to go around because LeBron James is sitting here salvating in his own success saying, yeah, look at me. I can do every job. That's great, LeBron. And you know what? If you picked your knights to do somebody else's job because they were slacking, that'd be great. Like if LeBron was using his talents to be an understudy, that'd be perfect. So let's say Tristan Thompson gets hurt. LeBron steps in. Okay, that's good because you're being an understudy. But when Tristan Thompson is on the floor and you have more rebounds than him, that's not a good sign because you're taking his job away. So my thing is LeBron James is the best player I've ever seen play all five positions. I thought it would be magic, but it's LeBron James and it's not even close. It's just he can't be the best player in the world today, and he can't be the best player of all time if he's taking other people's jobs away. Nobody likes to have their job stolen, right? I still can't job. argue that, right? I still job. So ah. back, back to the original <laughs> uh, question was, who's the cause for OKC? <laughs> yeah, man, this this spiraled out of control. Um, but like I said, with all that being said, it's Russ. Because Russell Westbrook is literally shooting 6 for 21, shooting his team out of the game. I get it. Coaches have to instill the culture, but coaches can't play. Russell Westbrook can, and he knows better than to take 21 shots. Even You shouldn't have to have a coach tell you not to shoot if you're having an off night. You should know. Well, Kobe kept shooting. Yeah, but Kobe kept making them. Uh, not that last game. Yeah, hey, hey, that was his farewell hey, respect tour. Respect that. That was his farewell. Come on, hey. I think. I think. So, my final thought is: it's. I think Billy Donovan is to blame because he doesn't assert his authority. If you see a player, if anyone, if I'm coaching little league up Pleasant Valley. <laughs> Poking those anything, and I see a player shoot twenty one shots and only makes six. I'm going to tell him to sit down. Why well, you don't you don't bench Westbrook? But I'm going to tell yeah. him you know chill out, pass the ball more. I'm going to say something to him if he's not doing it. I'm going to tell my guys, listen, when we inbound the ball, don't give it to him. You gotta as a as a coach, you gotta you gotta put your foot down. You do. You know, if, and Russell Westbrook, like the thing is, is yes, like it's on the coach to make that call and say, listen, I don't care what your ego is like. You're doing what I'm saying because it's what's best for the team. Definitely. Um, it's just Russell Westbrook is such a good player. 
obviously, my thing is, I question whether he wants to do what's best for the team or for himself. Because if you're, you know, first of all, he knows what's good for the team. Russell Westbrook knows how to win basketball games, and he knows what could help the team out. My final thought is, is that Russell Westbrook needs to check himself. I mean, obviously, Billy Donovan should be doing it too. That's what he gets paid for. He's the head coach. But Russell Westbrook is good enough to a point where if I'm six and twenty-one, man, I gotta stop shooting and I gotta start passing. Final thoughts on the topic. Uh, it comes down to coaching, honestly. Uh, I don't know if you move on from Billy Donovan or if there just needs to be a sit down between. But I think you need to have someone to establish that culture. He needs to assert himself as the coach. And you need to make sure people fall in line. Mm-hmm. And the one thing to make star players fall in line is you start to chip away at that ego. You don't want to fall in line? Let's shave those minutes. Mm-hmm. And give them back. Give them back. You just need to establish that you are leading this team in. All right. Final, final thought. <laughs> final. <laughs> All right. If, like, I agree with Greg. If Billy Donovan was able to put his foot down and even shave minutes, when Melo flagged him, when yeah. he, he called to pull Melo out of the game, Melo flagged him. Melo would not have played 30 minutes the next game. He would that. not have started the next game. You flagged me on national TV. That's how, that's how thin the uh, Thunder are. They've played a combined 172 minutes between their start and five. We did the math before the uh, podcast started. And this was against who? The Minnesota Timberwolves? 172 minutes. Could Paul, that's 42 for Paul George. Who that's, controls the minutes? That Coach? Uh, yeah, Coach. but I, that's he, true. He needs to step that's against. true, but, but let's, let's, what does that say about Let's the remember, bench. even though the, the Heat experiment worked, they did get beat by Dallas, but you got to remember, and this may, this may be to your argument, Reef, there were struggles at the beginning of that season. Not 8-14 and 14 struggles, though. Struggles nonetheless. Yeah. And Eric Sprostra did have struggles at the beginning coaching him until he decided to step himself up. Last question, Warriors, Thunder, come Western Conference time, if should both those teams make it, who do you got? If they start to mesh and they start to play well, I got the Thunder. I That's got, insane. But, I got, but hear me out, I got the Thunder in seven. That's I got insane. The, I have the Thunder in seven on a close game. Clearly you guys haven't seen the last like three I, MVPs. I, 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 I think you need to go back and watch that game. Yes, yes. Draymond and Clay won't be off like they were during that game. But if they start to mesh well, meaning OKC, that's going to be a fun series. I think, I think the competitiveness between KD and Russ and then the rest of their teams pulling into that will make it a great series. I'm going to go to Thunder. One, because I'm a Thunder fan. I would never root against my team <laughs> in, a, in a conference oh. final. Two... Westbrook has the passion, right? Basketball is definitely about passion. I'm not saying the Warriors don't have the passion. They don't have the... But in that game... They don't have the, the levels passion that... passion pool. I that. would go Warriors because anybody with sense knows it's the Warriors. They're just... Kevin Durant is the difference. And also, hey, Kev, any the Warriors... Given, but, any given seven-game series. Yeah, wait, that's... Wait, yeah, wait, but wait, here's man. the thing... The Warriors, one, they just, they're, they're just so much better, and it's not even close. And two, they were in practice at Drake's house at one time. So, come on now. They're, they're, they're running what, practice so, at Drake's what, house. Come Drake on. Drake don't ball? It don't matter. Listen, they ran practice at Drake's Kentucky, house. That's not a good thing. The Giants, <laughs> hey, hey the Giants I don't see Russ there. Out, listen, the Giants went out 
with with Drake partying and all that, and they lost. Oh my god! What's the next time? I'm just saying. <laughs> next that topic: the Warriors. Is man. Lonzo a bust, or is he just young? And after that Warriors game, is he turning the corner? As a UCLA fan, I want to say he's turned that he turned that corner full speed. As a Lakers semi hater, I I like the Lakers. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm I'm ashamed to like the hate the Lakers. But I think as a as an NBA fan, I think he's not a bust. It's too early, but he hasn't actually turned that corner yet. It's just too early. Like he needs to get himself together. He needs to, is, like is, give him time. Let let is the it kid the breathe. Style of he play, won't, or is it his shot? It is no. It's not his jump shot. I've seen people with with jump shots Shoulder. that are broken. Honestly, Derrick Rose won an MVP without really having a jump shot. Although he made jump shots, his jump shot even today he doesn't really. He remember um, with uh, what's his name um, Jeff Hornacek, coach of the New York Knicks, when Derrick Rose was on the New York Knicks. He was begging him to take three-pointers. Even if you're going to miss him, just take him because he knows he doesn't have a jump shot, but he still won an MVP without a jump shot. I don't think that's the issue. I think, one, I, I agree. I don't think he's turning a corner at all. I think he's just making strides to grow. Um, the issue with Lonzo Ball, and I don't think it's Luke Walton, I think the issue is he's on a young team. Um, Lonzo Ball, I think he's the kind of player where, because he's a passer. You know, He's Rajon Rondo modern day. Um, except maybe his jump shot, even though it's funky, sometimes it works. Um, I think he needs to have be surrounded by just gunners. I mean, snipers. Like, And when you put him on a team with a Kyle Kuzma, who's not really that, he's more of a guy that's going to take over um, and drive to the basket a lot. And then you have Brandon Ingram, who I, I'm a huge fan of Brandon Ingram. I think he's yeah. going to be the next KD. I think or at least something those, like he's that. He started to prove those downers. Right? Um, yeah, I think you put him in a situation where there's a bunch of young guys finding their own spot. It's tough for him to find his own spot when the point guard position, especially the way he plays it, very old school, his position depends on other guys being solid. So some nights his stats might not reflect what actually happened. Some nights he might have good looks for people, and they're just not hitting the shot. And then we're going to look at the box score and say, well, Alonzo only had six assists when it was really just the flow of the game because other guys are trying to find their own footing. Uh, what young team would you take now? This is not me being a Knicks fan, but if you haven't noticed, the Knicks are 11 and 10, and they have like nine or eight home games at MSG. Um, the Knicks, man. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you classify the Wolves as super young because they yeah, have some experienced guys. But the New York Knicks, man, let's cut them some slack. I mean, you got Ennis Cantor um, crowning. What's the referee's name? I forget his. I don't even know his name. But whatever referee that ejected LeBron, you got Ennis Cantor crowning him the king of Cleveland. You got the whole city too. I mean. Um, there was there was uh, by the MTA the metro uh, the train system in New York. Um, they on their trains they said and on their Twitter account they said sorry LeBron James um, thanks for riding our subway but we're riding with the Knicks and the unicorn tonight. I mean the whole city's behind this guy and he even got three I don't know if you guys read this um, three electoral votes to be the mayor of New York City. He got three <laughs> official certified votes to be the mayor of New York City. That's how. It, like, that's how infatuated we are with this guy. I love him. Um, everybody else in New York loves him. Was that what New York was missing? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we needed a guy that is 
that we could fall in love with. Because I feel like Anthony, that happened when Carmelo first came. Yeah, and but died. The, the thing about Carmelo is that he wasn't our guy. He, I mean, he's from New York, yeah, but he was Denver's guy and he was a scorer and he just wasn't really New York. He was flashy, but Kristaps is New York because he's he gets down and dirty. He gets those boards. He gets blocked. He he he's a big man too. And if you think about the good New York Knicks teams, the best players were big men. They weren't scoring small forwards. They were Patrick Ewing's, Oakleys of the of the world. I, I I would take the Knicks if I had to pick a young team. I would I would take the Knicks as well, uh, just because the Timberwolves. You know they're they're not they're not as young yeah. as the Lakers and the Knicks and the. That's about it, really. Uh, the Sixers. Yeah, Sixers. Oh. I'd have to take the Ooh, Sixers. Oh, yeah. That, I'd have I to would take still, the Sixers. I would still take the... Wait, hold on. Let me finish. I would still I, take the Knicks because Porzingis is... I don't know. You can, Porzingis, let, let, then, let, then you have the Ben Simmons. But Porzingis, like you said, he's, he's... When's the last time the Knicks had a good draft pick? Yeah, like a great draft, pick. like a great draft pick, and now they're building, they're building around him. Yeah. You know, they got in that character who who played. Nilakina yeah, yeah. yet Fred, to show Nilikina, when he really French can do Prince. It. He had what, like five steals in a game before. This guy's reach is almost seven feet. He is literally the Knicks are replicating the modern day version of the '90s Knicks, where they have the big men as their primary stars. You got the point guard like Starks, who is a defensive guy, but he also puts guys in position. And I, I, you guys mentioned the Sixers. I love the Sixers. I just think Markel Fultz, I don't think he, like, I don't want to call him a bust. I could be wrong. But, like, when he was playing, man, Ben Simmons really. And I will ask you guys this. There was the talk that Markel Fultz was being almost pushed out because of Ben Simmons because he wasn't allowed to be playing the point guard position, right? Something like how LeBron does where he takes away jobs. That's kind of what Ben Simmons is doing. I mean, I will say this, Joel Embiid looks amazing, and he looks like he's going to be a star for years. But when you think about the Sixers, are they really building the right kind of ball, or are they having good players and they're winning games? But can they win a championship with that? I think I think the Sixers messed up with drafting folks. Because if you have Ben Simmons and you want him to play that, that point forward, why are you, why are you yeah. grabbing a point guard who can possibly be a star somewhere else? And I think I think that's why I won't pick the Sixers just because I'm I'm not convinced that they that they fully know what they're doing. Yes, trust the process. You know that's that's catching on as a slogan, but that's actually like you know their process is coming along well. But just on the back end of things, outside of Embiid, outside of you know Ben Simmons, Covington is playing out of out of out of his mind right now. What are what are they actually doing? Like, mm-hmm. You know, bench, what's their identity? Ben, yeah, bench wise. Like, yeah. Coming off the bench, who do you? I I think I think with a young team, the most important thing is to build your foundation. Yeah, build your cornerstone. And my thing is just just to go off topic a little bit. The Timberwolves had their cornerstones, Cat. and they they traded them away. Oh well, yeah, not yeah, all of them, not all of them. But Levine, Wiggins, and Cat looked like it was a good. Foundation, get some older players in there, get a little bit more mid-tier players, and maybe as they grow, you got yourself a good contention team right there. They trade away Levine, Bron, Jimmy. If the Seventy Sixers can keep that core, yeah, and really just have them grow. Right now, 
I've, they they may be a playoff team. I don't think they're really gonna go anywhere. But right oh, now the they're Knicks. having they're having fun. Yeah, they're having fun together, and that's they're, what Philly they're, needed. They're getting the feel for each other. <laughs> and there's that's, a brotherhood starting. There. Yeah, that's what the Knicks and the Sixers and even the Lakers. That's what they needed. These are fr- historically franchised. I mean, these these teams. These are the the Philadelphia 76ers, the New York Knicks, Los Angeles Lakers. They needed some excitement. Teams. Yeah. My thing is, Kristaps right now is averaging 25 points, eight, uh, 25.8 points a game, um, six rebounds, an assist, and then 2.1 blocks. I look at that and I say, man, everybody was all hype about the Greek freak and, and Ben Simmons. Kristaps is just, like, that's incredible. At 7-3 from Latavia, the thing is, I think the most important thing for a young team to get is an identity. Um, the New York Knicks have an identity now. It's Euro-style, defensive-style basketball with Jeff Hornacek, the offensive coach. Who would have thought? Because Hornacek, when he was in Phoenix, when he had the triple point guard thing going and they barely made the playoffs, or they didn't, but they almost did, um, he came in and at first it looked like he was going to lose his job because of Phil Jackson forcing that stupid triangle on him, which is outdated. But now he has the reins and it's Courtney like... Courtney Lee is striving. Yeah, Courtney Lee now. looks amazing. He's hitting spot-up threes, off-the-dribble threes. And you know why? It's because they're playing to the rhythm of the game in space. You got your shooter shooting. Doug McDermott, who's throwing dunks down. This guy, thank you, OKC, by the way, because Ennis Cantor is averaging a double-double. Kristaps is averaging MVP-level stats. And we got Frank Nielakino, who's he's a rookie, but we have... Oh, and this is the unsung hero, Jarrett Johnson. Um, is it Jarrett? Jarrett Johnson. I don't know why I'm spacing on his name. I'm pretty sure that's his name. He is playing just... I, I couldn't ask for a better veteran point guard to step in and show Frank um, how to maneuver and how to play the point guard position, especially in New York. The Knicks right now are establishing an identity as a defensive team led by Kristaps offensively and even Ennis Cantor. Ennis Cantor is averaging 22 and 15. I mean, that's incredible. 22 and, well, probably like 22 and 14 or 13, but I mean, thank you, OKC. You guys have fun with Carmelo. Take him. Don't let the door hit you. If I had to pick a young team right now, completely objectively, it would either be the Sixers, but I think the New York Knicks are the, the most promising team right now. Especially because they're 11 and 10, you know, and they're pushing for a playoff spot. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Doc Rivers pays no hate, says to pay no heed to internet people calling on the Clippers to rebuild. Thoughts? I feel like they need to rebuild, and the first step of rebuilding is he need to go. Yes. I think, I think in the end, he's just trying to cover up for his son. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to take the media attention off of his son because, you know, Austin Rivers just got uh, fined, I think, like 25K for cursing on the fan. Yeah, for cursing on the fan. Yeah. And. But, but I, do, <laughs> I, I will admit that Austin Rivers does get a hard crack, and he deserves it because he's. He, he, I think if Austin Rivers really wants the respect he says he deserves, you need to leave the Clippers. You need to space yourself from your dad. When, when um, Steve Ballmer, that's his name, uh, the owner of the Clippers, when he bought this team, it was after, um, I'm not even going to say his name, 
but it was after the last owner um, had gotten removed from the team. He was just the worst owner I can think of almost in any sport. He was just um, just one of the worst, man. And ironically, his first name is a name that sounds pretty familiar. Um, this guy, Ballmer, bought the team expecting to have a team that was ready to take the next step, to go from second round to finals, to conference finals, um, and he didn't. What he didn't realize was this team has has bad. First of all, it has bad karma. I just feel like there's like a luck thing there. But this team has bad chemistry from the organization, from the top to bottom. The way it like Blake Griffin punching that guy in the face, losing an endorsement. Um, Austin Rivers now cursing people out. You have like it's a discipline issue, and then you have guys like Chris Paul, and you have guys like DeAndre Jordan. Like you remember when DeAndre Jordan signed with the Mavericks for like five minutes and then comes back, like things like that that happened to the Clippers that doesn't really happen to any other team. It's very Clipperish, right? It's it's things like that that make me question the organization. Like, do they even believe that they're a play? Does Blake even believe he's gonna win a ring? Do the people that the front office do they even really believe that this is the team? This this can work because I think this is an issue of the owner Steve Ballmer buying the team and sort of just hoping for it to happen. I mean, yeah, he's at the games. And I got to be honest, if you want to see something hilarious, watch Steve Ballmer root for the Clippers. That is just hilarious, man, the way he wails his arms around. Um, <laughs> he's a fan. Yeah, yeah, he's a fan. But, you know, so is uh, Jerry Jones, and his Cowboys haven't had much success. So I don't think being a fan of the team is going to help too much. Um, but my thing is, I think from an organization standpoint, when you look at it, you have to say, look, we have a culture right now that's sort of broken, sort of reminisced of the Chris Paul era, which is done. I think we need to just bomb everything, just fire. I mean, I, I hate to say fire everybody, but fire everything, swab the deck, clean it, throw out the trash and start over and who knows? I mean, they could they could maybe shop around Blake and DeAndre, get some good draft picks, and then get right back into contention for an eight seed. You know, they might skip the weight because, like, the Magic, they haven't done anything after Dwight Howard. And you don't want to end up like that. So if they can and at least... And now Oladipo's gone. Yeah, and Oladipo, he's in uh, Indiana. He's cooking it right up now. for yeah. Indiana. So from an organizational standpoint, you want to try and rebuild, rebrand, and just bring a fresh... Mm-hmm you know, breath air to the, the whole city of L.A. because who are you going to root for, the Lakers or the Clippers? You know, there's not much going on there for a that championship. competition is dead. Yeah. Uh, 76 are expected to go after LeBron. Thoughts? Are they dumb? Don't do it because <laughs> you go after LeBron, you, you're going to stunt the growth of Ben Simmons. You're going you're gonna to take away from uh, Joel Embiid. Covenant is not going to be playing lights out for the contract money that they just gave him. LeBron James is going to stunt that growth. Yes, they'll, they'll win a championship. Now, LeBron... They'll, they'll, win, a, they'll, win, a, they'll win a championship. If you have two dominant players, like... Wait, listen. Now, me, wait, here, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. I got it. If you have LeBron James and LeBron James Jr., who is Ben Simmons, <laughs> playing lights out with, jo- with Joel with Joel B. B. Covington... Covington. Covington. So, so now, so now, yeah, he's balling. So is, so is Duncan Dermott. Is he not going to come back down to earth? Win a championship? Let me ask the question of this. 
And, 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 a, and a spectrum of winning a championship with adding LeBron. Winning Eastern Conference championship. That's winning a mean. championship. LeBron to the Lakers. LeBron to the Butts. LeBron to the 76ers. Who's getting there if he go, All right, That's not fair because if he goes anywhere out west, it's over. He won't even make it to the finals. That's true. Unless um, he goes to OKC with Westbrook. And, <laughs> and see, there it is. There's the, there's the thunder. That's see. There's the Thunder but they'll, fan, they'll guys. There have, it is. They'll have a coach. They'll, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you see that? Man, I got one. Championship <laughs> coach. All right. If the Sixers... Let's just get everything straight because I don't Man, even I know what to answer. think right now. I need okay. Lakers, butts. He should go to Milwaukee because Jason Kidd is a player coach that has made it successful, and that's really hard to do um, in any sport, not just basketball. Um, if he goes to the Sixers... Ben Simmons, yeah, LeBron James Jr. Think about it like this. You remember what I was talking about before saying LeBron James takes away jobs? To LeBron James, there won't even be an economy. The stock market's going to crash. And, and can we please stop talking about Robert Covington? Like, he's some Clay Thompson. Like, he's a problem. I can, I can literally name at least 100 NBA players. That's right, 100 that I would have over Robert Covington. He's not going to win... They might not even make it to the finals because the Celt. Are we just forgetting Kyrie is doing what he's doing with the Celtics? Oh, come on, people. You're breaking my heart. I would take the Knicks in seven. All right, let me. But (laughs) the point is if LeBron wants to win a championship, he needs to go back down to Miami and team up with Hassan Whiteside. And Deion Waiters is. He's a guy that you could say, yeah, he's not bad. And he has his flashy moments where his potential looks like it's maximized. You get Spolster back, who you're familiar with. You get. Oh, I'm spacing on his name. I can't believe it. The GM. Um, I can't believe it. Pat Riley. I can't oh, believe I spaced on his name. Yeah, Pat. You get Pat Riley, who's a whiz at getting free agents, and then you can see about getting a Paul George, who might join you because he's on that last year. I see if you can work a trade to get somebody, even bring Kevin Love, because for some reason LeBron has so much leeway, he can just say, "Yeah, Andrew, you're going to Minnesota. We're taking Kevin." Okay, and that's just happening. But like, I still think that was a bad decision. A horrible decision. Part. But LeBron, nevertheless, has that cachet. So, I think. The, the, when LeBron leaves the Cavs, and he will, he's not going to stay there until he becomes old man LeBron. Um, they've mortgaged their whole future. For one championship. That's, that's David. It's um, their first. Like, yeah, yeah, their first. Um, Dan Gilbert. That's Cubs. his owner. <laughs> Hundred years. I mean, but the Cubs are still relevant. Hundred years later, the Cavs will win another title after LeBron leaves. I think the reason why I'm going with the Sixers is because the Sixers without LeBron, I like their matchup against the Warriors. I don't think they're they'll beat the Warriors in, in any seventh phase. I don't think they'll beat the Warriors in a fifteen. So they won't series. win a championship. Just to clarify. Yeah, they're not going to win a championship okay. this year. This year, right? But if they get LeBron. I like them against the Warriors. I like them against OKC. I like Who's them a better the jump shooter, Ben Simmons or LeBron? <laughs> I, I, yeah, you see that? You see how you guys are thinking about that? You're, go, you're telling... Guys, you're saying... You're talking about... You're talking about every game the, I've best seen. Shoot, the best shooter in NBA history is Stephen Curry, and it's not even close. The second best shooter, I think it's Ray think, Allen, but Clay Thompson off, could easily first be off, first, that first off, you, if first you off, two, six, you need to put points. some respect on Jesus Shufflesworth. I love, I love me, I love him. 
I he he what Ray Allen make no mistake when he hit that shot to win LeBron's second ring he solidified himself. Can 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 we just talk about this? Wait, can we just talk? About, can we just talk about Ray Allen getting catfished? Yeah, oh boy. Uh, yo, why'd you have to do my hands like Allen, that? Who 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 on the internet decided they wanted to catfish Ray Allen? Like why would you catfish Ray Allen? Nah. Yo, nah, nah. Was, this, the difference is Mate Teo was like, oh darn. Ray Allen was like, nah, where you at? Where you at? What's up with the hands? <laughs> I'm gonna um, find you. Look, the thing is that Ray Allen, and he's still my favorite shooter of all time because he was just such a smut. He would look at you and be like, yeah, I just did that. What are you going to do? Um, Stephen Curry is the best, but it's not close. Klay Thompson is such a good shooter. We forget because there's so much just talent. Natural he could wise. easily be. He, he I think he has the, the best jump shot. Yeah, he could be, and they could win a championship. Honestly, with him. I think if you took Clay and you put him on the Suns. Yeah, he they're, could. They're, him they're, and they're, De- they're, by the way, him and Devin Booker are spitting images of it. And it's crazy because you think about Ben Simmons, LeBron, Devin Booker, Clay Thompson. It's like people are just. You know, there's so many replicas. But the point is, the Warriors have too much shooting for two LeBrons or Ben Simmons and LeBrons um, to make that work. Because at that point, what either LeBron or Ben Simmons, one of them is going to have to defer and not be... Because, like, think about it like this. If Ben Simmons isn't a good jump shooter, how's he going to fit with LeBron if they're both one-dimensional getting to the rim? Other I, than I, I think even on the defensive end, they'll match up perfectly with the Warriors. Just because LeBron can stick Kevin Durant, you know. Can he? He can. He what can. about that wait, shot? That's different. Oh, what about wait, that? That's can what, he? I, okay, listen. LeBron can stick Kevin Durant. Joel Embiid is a defensive monster. He is. All right? I think he's a better defender than Draymond. Ben Simmons can play defense, offense. You know, J.J. Redick is a shooter. If you put LeBron on the Sixers, I got them winning a championship. Give, give me the Sixers right yeah. now with I'm LeBron sure for one year. My <laughs> thing is, and I agree, if, if Ben Simmons and LeBron James teamed up in Philly, they'd win a championship in 2K19. I don't even see how it's close. Um, in real life, though, as long as the Warriors are... Like, yeah, if this was 2K, probably you, you might win one. I mean, I don't even know because... You know, there's some good teams in 2K that you sleep on. I, I could probably beat you with the Lakers. But, like, you think about in real life, there's there's no way. I mean, I don't know what you think, Greg, but, like. I, 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 I'd I say in two years instead of one. Two years? I think you put LeBron on. I, because I just feel like teams need a year to mesh. And I think that that's been proven. I mean. Except, and I know what you're thinking, KD went for a year and they won championship. That's but they could have they, they won 15 championships without KD there. KD could have won on the Cavs and they still would have won a championship. Because just, just, Kevin Durant is the best player in the game. No, he's not. Who gets more buckets no, than not. Kevin Durant? No, because that's what no, the game not. is. No, it's not. about getting buckets. No, it's Shout not. out no, to Uncle Drew. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. Easy money. I, First you're, off, you're discrediting LeBron because LeBron has been high key for so long. Like after, I was jumping, screaming, shouting about Tom Brady's comeback. Look at that throw. Look at look look yeah. at that. And know what? People who well, what did you expect? 
Really, really, we came back twenty-eight-three. First overtime. Not, not you, but there were people who were like, "Well, what do you expect? It's Tom Brady and the Patriots." Because you've seen excellence, hit me up. Because you've seen excellence for so long, doesn't discredit that excellence. So why is it that LeBron's better than Kobe when Kobe's excellence has been almost twice as long as LeBron's with more results? Player. Ooh, good question. Player. Player? He has player. five. We're not even going to get back. We're, we're, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let this one slide. I'm going to let this one slide. But I want everybody listening to know Kobe being you, Bryant you, the Black Mamba is... You can share your comments in the comment section. Matter of fact, yes, we'll put a please. poll on the Facebook page. Please. And if Kobe you vote LeBron. against LeBron, can we, just, uh, we know you shouldn't listen to this anymore. JK, can we, please, please listen. Can we just put Bill Russell in that poll just because... He is. You know, I, I, his name guys, alone is amazing. Look <laughs> up Bill Russell though, because yes, I've seen video on Bill Russell because like I'm a this basketball junkie. I love to see how many people are like, yeah, Bill Russell. Are you kidding me? He's so great. I remember in 1943. Here's a little tidbit that people forget, and Reef put me under this. Bill Russell brought championships to Boston while people were in the stands calling him an N-word. Impact, of course. I'll never say impact-wise, he wasn't one of the best. I just think, as a player, like, like well, just basketball. Let's go, let's go back to it. What makes a player the best player? Hold on. Uh, hear impact me out. Hear me out. Impact on the game. Did he not impact the game? Hear me out. He made the game. More than Michael Jordan? Check out. The reason why people hype Michael Jordan up so much is because he has became a culture icon that still lasts on. If Nike was around back then and signed Bill Russell and he had commercials and Bill Russell left and played baseball and all this other stuff happened and then, and then Bill Russell bought a big house with R's and everything and all this other stuff, we'd be, we would be talking about, oh my goodness, Bill Russell is the best thing since sliced bread. The simple fact of the matter is, yes, LeBron is a great basketball player. He is. The, Michael Jordan, sorry. Michael Jordan is a great basketball player, but the simple fact of the matter is most of what people buy into is cultural nostalgia. Anyway, listen, wait, 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 wait. Michael Jordan, the best thing about Michael Jordan is Space Jam. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. All right, the shoes <laughs> in the movie. Oh. You know, <laughs> by the way, I just looked, you know who was president? When Bill Russell won his first champion, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Okay, so George Washington. I was gonna say, all right, you can't. I know you guys. Yeah, eleven rings. Yeah, he had to impact everything. But come on, guys, like, like, put some respect on his name. That's all I'm saying. Put some respect on. Yeah, sure, but Kobe. So put some respect on his name. All tree, y'all. What makes Kobe better than LeBron? Okay, I'm gonna explain my full Kobe case. No, no, wait, wait. Just three things. Three things that make Kobe better than LeBron. Okay. All right, three. I'm All right. More clutch. Okay. This one. Transition. I mean, Kobe came through two different eras. He came through the Steph Curry three-point shooting era and the old Tim Duncan MJ 90 style era, and he won three and two in both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two. Okay. The other one, impact on the Lakers. The Lakers, imagine if Kobe wasn't on the Lakers and he stayed with, who is he, with the Hornets? Hold on. I know Shaq, but think about it like this. Shaq by himself didn't win anything, even when he had Penny in Orlando. But that argument has been proven for LeBron. Okay, so that, with wait, Cleveland, wait, so that was three. who's more of a legend? And now in Miami, t- but and who's now more? Miami. Oh, LeBron, LeBron Kobe. is more of a legend in Cleveland. 
Then Kobe is in LA? Yeah, man. That's yeah. tough. Let me tell you why. Let All me, right, you let guys. me tell you why. Hold on. Hold on. Let me break it down. I was building up to my point. Can I just break down my point of why LeBron? And let me tell you why. Because the Lakers have a culture of great players. Magic, Kareem. Who besides LeBron and now Kyrie? Who? Who? Uh, you got Channing Fry. <laughs> but here's my thing. Among them... Plus, it's a smaller Think about market. it. Here's my case. LeBron James won Cleveland a championship. Isn't that incredible? He... Actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kyrie Irving won Cleveland a championship. Isn't that incredible? I know people like to say the block. It was the shot. Because and that shot... No. And you need block. to make... Blocks don't score points. You need they to hit points. that. Sh- yeah, but you need to hit that shot. You can't discredit that shot. Kobe Bryant, I get that. There is a lot of stars, and that's a good argument. There's a lot of stars, so you might think it's it's crowded in the Lakers, you know, Hall of Fame. Just in the Kobe sense of Bryant, who meant more to their team. But the thing is that Kobe Bryant, and this isn't even like this is but almost Kyrie a fact. Kyrie did that without LeBron. Oh, listen to this. If Kobe LeBron Bryant stayed in was the, heat, the Cavs would stay at home. Co- Kobe Bryant was the next coming of Michael Jordan, and. And he was, this guy, what he did with the Lakers is he had the most vicious mentality, more so than Michael Jordan. He had the Mamba mentality. I mean, say what you will about him not passing, missing shots. This guy played with, you think Russell Westbrook plays, this is for the younger viewers, you guys think Russell Westbrook plays hard. Kobe Bryant was just he was mean, man. He was. He looked you in the eye, and you almost got scared because this guy also, played he was with that. Out two pieces of yeah, <laughs> I mean, th- this you guy Kobe. The thing about Kobe is this guy was just on another level with competitiveness, and he played until the ver- until his body couldn't play anymore. The reason why he has more of an impact in L.A. than LeBron does in Cleveland is because it's L.A. What's a bigger market? And not only did first of all, who's better? But Magic I, or Kobe? But I'm pretty sure it's Kobe. Because Magic without Kareem, who's better? Magic or Kobe or Kareem? I'm Kareem. pretty sure really? Kareem? Kareem? I think it's Kobe, but even so, the fact that there's a discussion between a great like that and Kobe means Kobe made so much of an impact. Think about it. He was drafted what, 97 to 2016. They have they actually have a Kobe Bryant day. In Los Angeles, do they I'm, have a LeBron I'm, day? I'm, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna go with LeBron in Cleveland. Okay, so because I feel like Cleveland, because LeBron's a hometown hero, and I think that's what kind of pushes so that. So is Derrick Rose? Sad story, Derek, by the way. Yeah, Derrick Rose's knees stayed home. <laughs> that's that's fine. Come on, man. <laughs> all right, I love so. Him. Bill Russell is the greatest player of all time because his impact on the game. You can't fault him for playing in the, what, 50s, 40s, something like that, right? You can't fault him for when he played. It's about how dominant he was, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't, we don't fault. Uh, don't forget Wilt was playing back then, too. And, and Dr. J. He has, he has 11 championships. Wilt has, what, two? That's tough, though, because Wilt, he has two, but take it with a grain of salt because Wilt was every... If you switched sides, 
Wilt could easily have 11, too, if he was yeah. put in a position. I mean, yeah. like, was, position, I mean, Bill has the 11. So I mean, you got you to gotta take it where it Will, is. You got to take, take it where it is. that for what it was. You got to take um, it for face what it value, is. I like to say. They both, they both played in, in 13 playoffs. Yeah, the, And they did. It's just, again, Bill had the market. He had the team. And Bill had the shot. I mean, like, Will, if you put Will in, in Bill's shoes... Can, would you say he wouldn't get eleven? I mean, even if he got nine, that's still like, yeah. I he, he'd be he up was, there if he was given the opportunities. Bill Russell's impact on a game. Mm-hmm. He has the most championships. Mm-hmm. Yep, all together. I think what he, he, he plays sixteen all together. No, he has, he has eleven. I mean, if if you double up the ones that he coached and yeah, yeah and that's played, what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, he's the greatest of all time. Who coaches and plays? Who has the leadership to sub yourself out in a game, in a championship game? He has the You won't see that anymore. Play. And you can't fault for no, him for who LeBron. he played against. I mean, he played against Will, but like you can't fault him for who he played against because we don't fault Tom Brady for playing in the AFC East. We don't no. fault him for going against the Dolphins. No. We don't fault LeBron for being the, in the East. The only, the only thing like, I would fault the Patriots with, the reason why, and we'll, we'll get into this when we get to the football one, but the reason why the AFC East and the AFC in general is so weak is because of the Patriots are vultures. I just want to say this. Especially um, for the Bills, because the Bills are ran by idiots. I just want to say this. Dear basketball, from the moment I started rolling up my dad's tube socks and shooting imaginary game-winning shots from in, the we- in the Great Western Forum, I knew one thing was real. I fell in love with you. A love so deep, I gave you my all. My mind and my body, my spirit and my soul. A six-year-old boy, deeply in love with you. And I never saw the end of the tunnel. I only saw myself running out of one. And so I ran. Up and down every court, every loose ball. You asked for my hustle, but I gave you my heart. Because it came with so much more. I played through the sweat and hurt. Not because you challenged me, but because you called me. I did everything for you because that's what you do. And someone makes you feel as alive if you've... As you've made me feel, you gave this six-year-old boy his Laker dream, and I'll always love you for it, but I can't obsessively love you for much longer. This season is all I have left to give. My heart can take the pounding, my mind can handle the grind, but my body knows it's time to say goodbye, and that's okay. I'm ready to let you go. I want you to know now so we can both savor every moment we have left with each other, the good and the bad. We've given each other all that we have. And we both know no matter what I'll do next, I'll always be that kid. Rolled up with the socks, garbage can in the corner, five seconds on the clock. Ball in my hand. Five, four, three, two, one. Love you always. Kobe B. Bryant. The reason I read that whole thing is to show you that. Bill Russell's impact, undeniable. Michael Jordan's impact with the sneaker game, with the culture he was in. Even Allen Iverson with his tattoos and stuff. Some of those guys, undeniable. When I think about greatest, I think about heart for the game. LeBron James, he loves basketball. His effect on the game has been undeniable. Let's be honest. Effect isn't even it because magic started. Magic is the reason LeBron can even exist because magic started the trend of playing five positions. Kobe took... The, Not, Kobe no, took LeBron, 19 years with the LeBron Lakers. Was the most physical dominant player. Kobe took 19 years with the Lakers, and he when never he, came in. he never said, "I need Dwayne, I need Chris." He never he never came back and said, "Okay, now Kyrie's there, so I want to come back." Kobe, when think about this, you remember when the Lakers were bad with Kobe? He didn't leave. He stayed. You remember when they got good again? 
You remember when they only had one? Like, Kobe did 19 years with the Lakers, what LeBron has done with two different teams so far. And he has five rings to show for it. I mean, say what you will about him as a player, but, but players he move did, around. Shaq moved around. Kobe didn't. Oh, that's good for Kobe. Tim Duncan didn't. That's and good for them. They have five rings. But you got to forget people move around. Michael Jordan didn't. I mean, other than the Wizards, but that's at the end of his career. Think about this. The, did Bill move around? No. So, that's but, what I'm saying. But, just, but, just, but, but, but that's what I'm saying. The you're, great players give it all to that team. You know, what about Shaq? Nobody discredits Shaq. Uh, no, I do because Shaq only won championships with an amazing Hall of Fame shooting guard. Tell me I'm wrong. Name me one shooting guard he won with that wasn't a Hall of Fame. I'll wait. Trick question. Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, all four of his rings. The best players have things come to them. Kobe, Shaq, Kobe, Pau Gasol, Derek Fisher, even though those weren't amazing players, those were really good players. Uh, Michael Jordan, Scotty, you know, Bill Russell. Well, I can't really name his team, but like I'm sure he had great players because he won 11 rings, right? Well, we're gonna do this poll. I hope everybody votes for Kobe. Vote for LeBron. Be 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 true. Oh, uh, last last question, and then we're gonna move on to the NFL episode. Last question, we're gonna move on to the NFL episode. Mark Gasol claims he had nothing to do with the Finsdale firing. Thoughts on that? Also, supposedly Mike Conley tried to be the middleman and bridge that relationship. He did. I think people underestimate the amount of power a star player has on its team. LeBron James had a lot to do with David Blatt firing. Um, Marc Gasol, although he's not even in the same stratosphere as LeBron James, he is the Grizzlies star and he has been for a long time. If he has a problem with Dave Fisdale, you look at it like, yeah, we're going to go with the player because he's good and coaches, I mean, although it's not really true, you can find a better coach or somebody to run the team better than you can find a Mark Gasol. So they went with the player on this one. And you said it yourself, Conley was trying to be the middleman. If there was an issue, I guarantee you the, the Grizzlies were put in a spot where it's like, okay, Fisdale... Or Gasol, no-brainer Gasol. I think it was. I think a lot of it had to do with Gasol. I I think it was Gasol more than more than Mark Cuban, just because Gasol, you know, he's been that cornerstone. He's been that you know face of the franchise. And if it comes to you know uh, an underrated you know coach or you know face of the franchise, future Hall of Famer, I'm gonna go with, you know face of the franchise. Uh, I don't want to say Mark Cuban didn't have a hand in it. He might have. He might have said, listen, pull the trigger. You know, we got to keep Gasol happy. You know, that legacy. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say it's Mark Cuban. I'm going to say it's Mark Gasol. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you could do something for us, uh, if you could go down and give us stars on the podcast that helps us get up in the new and newsworthy icons on Google Play and uh, iTunes. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Join the conversation. I mean, Definitely we had a comments, lot to say. Bro. Um, team Bill. I know everybody knows it's Team Kobe, Team Mamba. Team Bron Bron. <laughs> Bron Bron. Bron He has all those nicknames. <laughs> you can call him Bron Bron. I'm going to call that man Bron Bron. You know, we got it.
Got close friends. Make sure you catch your New York Knicks games. Hey, uh, join us right after this same day. This is going up later on today. This is Saturday, December second. Check us out on our NFL episode and our short blurb for UFC 219. Thanks for listening.